Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Our Common Ground, Alternative Activist Empowerment Talk Radio, speaking truth to ours and ourselves. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro, that's nothing. What were you before the white man named you a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have? What was yours? What language did you speak then? As you honor our forefathers and foremothers, I urge you to honor our living heroes. When you honor the names of Matt Turner, Harriet Tubman, and Malcolm X, I urge you to honor the names of Geronimo Gijaga, Sundiata Akoli, Matulu Shakur, and Mumia Abu-Jamal. America's chickens coming home to roost. Violence begets violence. Hatred begets hatred. And terrorism begets terrorism. Our common ground speaking truth to power and ourselves. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Thank you for being with us. Stay tuned. Good evening, and thank you for joining us here on a very sorrowful and empty night at Our Common Ground. I'm Janice Graham. This evening, 12 minutes before convicted killer Troy Davis was scheduled to be executed. His legal team filed an 11th hour plea asking the Supreme Court of the United States to stop Georgia authorities from executing him for the 1989 murder of an off-duty police officer. The 7 p.m. execution time has passed. There has been no reprieve and no stay issued by the Supreme Court. The Georgia authorities have every legal right to carry out the execution order, but they have not, and state officials have decided to wait for a response from the Supreme Court, which had no deadline for a decision. They issued a, the Georgia Department of Corrections issued a statement which said we are in a delay waiting for a decision from the U.S. Supreme Court. Peggy Chapman, 
their spokesperson went on to say there has not been a reprieve issued. At this hour, hundreds of Davis's supporters are gathered outside the Jackson prison, the Georgia Diagnostic Center prison, and lined on a nearby highway. Crowds have cheered and sang, We Shall Overcome, as news of the legal injection delay spread. Police in full riot gear with helicopters overhead. Riot police in full gear. SWAT teams, the the Georgia State SWAT team in full gear are on hand. And I'm not clear about what kind of possible disturbance that they are prepared for. The last-ditch effort with the U.S. Supreme Court came just about 45 minutes before the execution was scheduled and after state officials refused to grant Davis a reprieve in the face of calls for clemency from former President Jimmy Carter, Pope Benedict, and others. This morning, the legal team of Troy Davis appealed to the Georgia Supreme Court, who refused to hear their petition. Today, Jesse Jackson, Ben Jealous, John Lewis, and others have appealed to the Georgia Board of Pardons and Parole to reconsider their decision. Late this, late this morning, Georgia's Supreme Court rejected the last appeal by Davis's lawyers. Earlier, a Butts County Superior Court judge also declined to stop the execution. In their U.S. Supreme Court filing, the legal team for Davis, which consisted of about Um, more than a 1,000 attorneys on conference call today, more than a 1,000 U.S. attorneys, along with his team, met in conference to prepare the filing. And And the Davis attorney said substantial Constitution errors were made when the lower courts denied his claims that newly available evidence reveals that false, misleading, and maternally inaccurate information was presented at his capital trial in 1989, rendering the convictions and death sentence fundamentally unreliable. In the petition, the lawyers said that they had been struggling to get these claims heard in lower courts after having a grueling clemency process and were not successful. There is no guarantee that the Supreme Court of the United States will act in time to stop the execution. But they likely knew the filing was coming. Davis and his supporters have maintained his innocence. I continue to maintain that There is too much doubt. Thank you for being with us here tonight at Our Common Ground. 
if you are listening and you would like to join in this vigil, the third day of vigil for Troy Davis, you can come to blogtalkradio.com backslash OCG. We're so glad to have our friends with us. This has been a very difficult, difficult day, and the evening has not gotten better. Our number, and we'd like to hear from you. We'd like to get your responses. We'd like to help you get through this as well. Our number to 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 have a conversation with us, to join in the discussion, to share where you are, what you are thinking, 347-838-9852. The good news, the good news tonight is that Hundreds of Howard University students, young people, a new generation of revolutionary liberation warriors showed up at the White House in protest. None were arrested. It was a peaceful, still protest. No marching. They simply sat at the gate knocking at the gate of the White House where the president and his staff work, knocking at the gate for justice for a possible innocent man. Navaxar, do you hear me? Hundreds of college students. There has been no movement in this country that has been successful when it comes to the rights and the struggle of black people that college students have not led. Here we go. That is the good news. The bad news is just how deep and heavy is this burden that could have been Averted. How deep and resentful it is that we require death for justice. I don't know how many of you have cried today, but I had to leave my office because I couldn't stop crying. Because I couldn't see Rena, bless. I couldn't see. I couldn't see justice rolling down like a mighty stream. I'm gonna have some moments in this broadcast tonight because at some point. We've got to talk about the death penalty. We've got to talk about race and the death penalty. We've got to talk about the Supreme Court and their role in ensuring justice in this country. I'm going to have to ask all of you to somehow keep your TVs on the um, the little thing that tells you what the people are saying while we're on the air tonight um, so that we can be updated. I attended uh, a visual that um, I thought wasn't going to happen, that we started 
organizing here in Boston, and there were hundreds of people. And um, I also want to say kudos to Amy Goodman at Democracy Now! She has been live streaming from her uh, Internet TV program all day long from Jackson, um, Georgia. This is the price. This is the price of the death penalty. A family who lost their son and father has been sitting since 6.30 in a prison area waiting for a man to be executed for the murder of their son and father. On the other end of that spectrum, a family, a sister, two sisters, one who is in a wheelchair, and a nephew, and other relatives said their final goodbyes to Troy Davis at 3 o'clock because in the state of Georgia, family members are not able by law to witness the execution. And let me just say something. Rena and Navaxa and Lion's Den and Alpha, you've got to hold me up tonight. Because you know what? They can call it anything they want to call it. They want to call it execution, but what it really is is murder. And I'm going to share some things with you tonight that just things that have been striking me all day. We have to stay in prayer. And Troy Davis has not been executed. And Alpha, um, you can act as my reporter. Keep watching. Um, keep watching. Thank you, Rita. Arena. Um, I, I I do want to say that today the murderer where there is no doubt of Jason Byrd was executed in Texas at 6 p.m. But I join with you, Rena. I stand against the death penalty. It does not work. But imagine for a moment, I want to take you into... Troy Davis's mother died in April, and you know that I am one of the founders of Gray-Haired Witnesses for Justice, and we stand as the we stand in for the mother of Troy Davis. We have been sending him for more than a year a card every week. So I can I can I can I can stand I stand in solidarity with supporters as as Troy Davis's mother. He lost his mother in April. But imagine for a minute 
that you wake up on the day you are going to die. That you are given a physical examination at 3 o'clock because they want to make sure that you are healthy enough for them to murder you. Then they ask you what you would like to eat as your last meal on this earth. And then you have no privacy because you're on suicide watch because they don't want you to kill yourself because they want to kill you. Imagine that your family spends the last six hours of your life surrounded by officers because you're on suicide watch. So there really isn't any degree of intimacy. And I will tell you, I don't know how many of you have experienced uh, having a loved one die, but my father was everything to me. And when he died, I was lying in his arms on his deathbed. And that will forever prop me up and keep me straight to who he was. But imagine, imagine for a moment that your mother dies and you cannot attend the funeral. You know, for people, uh, so imagine the day that Troy Davis has had. Imagine that the the state of Georgia had to suspend the executions for four months because they were sued because they were using execution chemicals that were being made in a bicycle shop in London. Well, nobody should care about... uh, Um, You know, any of that. But just imagine, and I know that I am hurting because I am Troy Davis and I am Troy Davis's mother tonight. And I know that you are hurting. I know that I am not ashamed to shed tears but I am so ashamed of how this government has worked over the last three days. Um, and I think, you know, some, um, one of the things I, I call my friends, and for those of you who would like to join me in this conversation and kind of hold me up and 972 I see you there I'll be with you in a, in just a minute I called all my snick 
Panther Party, activist friends, the old ones, you know, the old ones like us. Most of you out there are younger than I am. Because this is awfully hard for us. This is awfully hard for people who have struggled to bring us to a place. And all I could think about this morning when I saw that the Georgia Supreme Court had turned down the, peti- the to even review the petition was, you know, uh, this is me thinking to myself. You know how we think to ourselves. And I was thinking to myself, God damn it, they're just doing what they always do. They, The minute we got the right to have public education that was the same public ev- education that everybody else was getting, what did they do? They destroyed it. Then they came for our dignity and our name and character and tried to destroy it. And now they're coming for our elderly to destroy it. Medicare, Social Security, you get did you get that part? And now they're coming for our vote. To destroy it So they have always lynched They have always lynched Lion's Den is reporting That Router Says that the U.S. Supreme Court Has denied the case Who did they Who did they assign The petition to None other than Clarence Thomas. Um, I'd like um, Alpha run uh, run down this report, please. Um, okay, the Supreme Court of the United States has denied tonight. Troy Davis will be executed. I know I've got a call. I'm going to go to a call. And um, Alpha, would you get me more information? Um, I'm going to go to the call. But in 1990, my mentor, hero, I just adored this man. Justice Thurgood Marshall had this to say. When in Greg v. Georgia, the Supreme Court gave its seal of approval to capital punishment, this endorsement was premised on the promise that capital punishment would be administered with fairness and justice. Instead, said Justice Marshall, the promise has become a cruel an empty mockery, if not remedied, he said this in 1990, if not remedied the scandalous state of our present system of capital punishment 
will cast a pall of shame over society for years to come. We cannot let it continue. 972, I hope you'll stay with us. We're going to take a break right now. Um, I think we need to call on the ancestors that they will whisper in our hearts. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long struggle. It's very painful. It's very painful. Um, it's so painful.
Supreme Court of the United States has denied to issue a stay in the case of Tory Davis, the Georgia Department of Corrections will execute. They will call it an execution, but they will murder Troy Davis tonight. 972, you're on the air. Thank you for joining us. Hello, um, Janice. This is um, Sarah calling in, and this is indeed very somber. And I'm indeed very upset because I'm I'm like you. <sighs> Witness two people that... Did die in my time. The first was my first husband. When I had to give the call for the hospital to take him off of life support, and there is not a feeling in the world like to know that you have the power to, of death in your hands. Uh, when my mother passed five years ago, so I so I can understand what these families are are getting ready to go through. You're you're you know. This country, this country can go to no hell. Respect. I don't give a damn. Right. It can go to hell. The angel of death could come and just swipe the whole damn thing down they, today. I really don't give a damn. They executed that man in Texas tonight so they could execute Troy. And that's Davis. the same thing I was saying all week. I said this is a tit for tat that they have, that they did. Because the only comfort that I have in this is that his mother is waiting on the other side to greet him. He's going to see his mama. Because he didn't get to go to her funeral, but she's going to be there to get her baby. These are some evil, evil. This is the kind of hypocrisy that just etches into your bones. Who did they assign the petition to? I want to see how the Supreme Court votes. I want to see who these, how these people vote. And I want to see who the justices were and what um that that did this denial. I want to see it. They only needed five votes, but the denial can come from the petition reviewer. I want to, I want to know who did it. That's what exactly what I want. I want Clarence to know who Thomas. Did. Clarence Thomas. He's the one who denied it. Yes. Roberts assigned the petition to Clarence Thomas, and he did it deliberately. Mm. And Clarence Thomas, who has had no goddamn opinion about not one goddamn thing over the time that he's been on the Supreme Court, made this decision. You see, that's why I keep saying, Janice, that, you know, we always like to put these black people in power. We always think that they're going to uplift us and do things for us. And all that they all are there to do is the white man put his linchpin in place in order to carry out these injustices so that then he could always say, it wasn't me, it was y'all who did it. Because, like I said, we have, we have this black DA in Chatham County, Georgia, Chisholm, who signed this death warrant. Then it went up to the um, to the parties of parole board who was chaired by a black man. And they both vote by secret ballot to say no. And now we got this black fool in the Supreme Court who denies. So you see, it's all three in black hands. You see, that is how they work their little game plan to take themselves out of the matrix. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the thing is, 
you bring up a good point, and I'm going to deal with it on Saturday on this show. Um, but you see, they look at the lineage of this case. A black man points the finger. Mm-hmm. A black man decides it's a capital case. A black man requests the death warrant. A black man oversaw the investigation, if you can call it that. Two black men, three black men, three black people on the Georgia Board of Pardons. Voted all by secret ballots. So that you would never know how the vote came on because all they need is a majority vote. Well, um, are they announcing yet at what time they're going to – they're not going to announce the execution. What they're going to do with their race – If you look look at this whole setup, if you look at this whole setup, they had the – they had the SWAT team, the state SWAT team. They had the the, the riot squad. Everybody in, in Georgia, any law, every and all law enforcement in the state of Georgia was in Jackson tonight. They had them out there. They were like they were prepared, like somebody was going to storm the Bastille and rip the man out of there. They came prepared as if they were back with yes. something. Yes. And the thing is that John Lewis, and bless him, John Lewis went on the radio in Atlanta this uh, last night asking people to call in sick. Law enforcement, prison uh, personnel, everybody call in sick. But you know, this only is that, right. Uh, Janice, the head of all of the, the the head of all of these former death row places, wardens, they wrote a letter. And they were reading it on MSNBC, Rachel Maddow had the letter, all of these four from San Quentin, all of these other death chambers, where yes. they wrote it yes. to ask for the state. These yep. are people who ran yep. death chambers. But, but you know, the first, the first report that I heard this morning is that Troy Davis had requested um, a, a, a polygraph because he wanted to die. He wanted to Die, letting people know of his innocence. The warden denied it. You see, Janice, these people morning, are out, he I wanted, keep telling y'all, white people kill just for the fun of it. If these people can go out and hunt big game and hang it on their walls as trophies, while everybody else just killed just because they need food, and we're going to kill just to get enough to feed ourselves and our family without wasting. And these people are just killed just for the hell of it. They're going to get into a helicopter and shoot you from above a doggone helicopter go moose hunting. Yeah. That's the beast we're dealing with. Yeah. Well, I need some information about whether or not, um, whether or not, uh, and I see Ben Jealous is reporting something on MSNBC on uh, the show, um, you know, and the thing is that they tried to cloud this thing this afternoon, this tonight. 
um, the, the the Supreme Court, for those of you who have been watching all afternoon, the Supreme Court agreed to do the review, but they did not issue a reprieve. The whole time we've been waiting all night long to see what the Supreme Court was going to do, the, the, the state of Georgia had no legal barrier to stop them from executing Troy Davis. But you see, Janice, what I said again is this. The CBC kicked off their program today. I didn't hear all 42 members of the CBC coming out and making a stand on this They here. were too goddamn busy having their fucking, excuse me, having their hey, goddamn... Hey, you got to apologize. It's the truth. All of them could have come and made a damn statement today on on such oh, a day. Oh no, 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 they didn't have time because it was a CBC week. But you know what? I want us to take a moment, and I want to hold you on on pause. Uh, um, I want people to understand: the Supreme Court did not issue a reprieve. In these cases, when they are hearing, when they have agreed to hear a petition, an emergency petition, they generally issue a a reprieve. The reprieve could be 30 minutes. The reprieve could be seven days. The reprieve could be seven months. Mm-hmm. They did not issue a reprieve. They just said and a delay. And then what does... Roberts do as the head of the court. He assigns the petition for review. That's before it goes to to any other justices. He assigns them. He assigns it to Clarence Thomas. Uh, uh, uh. And Clarence Thomas is a native of Georgia. In point. You see, we have to look at the detail. Um, we have got, but 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 this is what I want us for just for just until we know what is going on. We've still got four uh, hour and forty five minutes in this broadcast, but I'm concerned. I know I, I I tell you about my day to day. I I said I wasn't going to go into the office because I was afraid that people were going to piss me off. Somebody was going to say the wrong thing, and there I go get fired. So I went in anyway because it was some urgent stuff, and I made it through the morning. One of my one of my staff people came into my office, closed the door. And really acknowledged the kind of pain I was in around this. And I really appreciated that. You know, a, a white lawyer who has no celebrity, she ain't never going to burn up the courtroom, but she acknowledged that. And I really appreciated that. So I was able to stay till about 2 o'clock. So uh, around 2 o'clock I went in the ladies' room and I felt like I had a fever, and I, I was teary, and I wanted to try to pull myself together. But the more I tried to pull myself together, the worse it got. Mm-hmm. And and I was quaking 
Because you know what, Sarah, and I know this broadcast is not about me tonight. I have spent my entire adult life hoping and working and struggling that we didn't have to beg for justice anymore, that it came as a part of the natural course. I mean, when I when I was a law student, um, I wasn't a law student with rose-colored glasses. I had been in the Panther Party. I had been a topographical analyst uh, in the in the Panther Party. I had been in SNCC. I had I had been a child who lived in a race house. I, I, um, I, I had a father who took me to hear um, Malcolm X when I was 11 years old, who was part of a, I mean, I, I, just, I just lived in the struggle all of my life, and I was dedicated. And here we are. Here I am, Rena. Here I am on September 21st, 2011. I'm going to be 62 years old, and this shit ain't over. Janice, this stuff has been going on ever since we came in contact with these people, and they decided that they want to set up on a hierarchy and put themselves in charge of everything. And this well, you know, I told my husband, if they, if they murder Troy Davis, I'm the hell out of here. I already, I already told y'all I was not planning on getting dead and buried in American soil. God knows I'm gonna miss my parents. They're they're buried here. My first husband is buried here. But I told me and my other husband we gonna get the hell on up out of here. I'm gonna miss yeah. them. But I'm gonna have to go because I don't want to be a part of okay. this damn soil. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Because um, this is, whew, this and, and, and then Georgia has. Georgia has this law. Georgia has this law that um, Moretta and Kim and their son, if they choose to, can't even witness the execution. When they put them out of the prison at 3 o'clock, that was it. And this morning, the damn a warden refused to have a contact visit. Because the contact visit was was scheduled at noontime, noon to three. So Troy didn't get to visit his family? A contact visit where he's able to touch them or... Yes, for the last um, time. Yep, yep. So So he didn't get that chance today? Yeah, he they did, but it didn't start till twelve. They requested uh, going in this morning for contact visit. They had to talk to him through the glass. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and 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 I'm saying, and we're going to do it on the other side of the execution that we need to get a comprehensive list of every Georgia business. If you plan on traveling to Georgia. Going to I don't know what Georgia has that anybody wants to go to, but if you're planning on you, we need to boycott every Georgia business to send them the message that although you can slay me, I will not spend my pennies with you. 
I agree 100% because they have the Georgia Aquarium and amongst other things down there, Stone exactly. Mountain Park, all of exactly. that. But as you said, any conventions or anything that's getting ready to take part in Georgia, people just need to go ahead and put a boycott in. Because what they have done, you know, and, you, you know, what, what makes it so bad, Jane, is you being an attorney, and we all know, and they always like to say, okay, it's because of he killed some law enforcement. Why isn't Eric Rudolph given the, um, the, the injection and wasn't he sent out of here? Didn't he kill someone? Didn't he blow up the Olympic Park and kill that black woman and blow up an abortion clinic and kill a, um, a law enforcement yeah. officer? But yet yeah. still, they have him, um, they give him life. You know, the Supreme Court put a de facto moratorium on capital punishment in the 1970s for a reason. And that reason hasn't changed even slightly in 40 years. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I bitterly resent those who find nobility in revenge through death. And they need to step back and stop playing God. And here we have, you know, I was thinking about it, I was thinking about it, I, I, I was thinking about it today, I said, you know, the President of the United States has a, a, a nerve. He comes to us and asks us to make calls. And I want to know if he made a call. He, he can't stop it. He, Janet, he you remember that it. Mexican citizen was about to be executed and, um, and they wanted to put... I stopped with because they were afraid that American life was going to be in jeopardy, and he put in a call about that. Why couldn't he put in a call about Troy Davis? This man wasn't uh, was a Mexican national that was going to be put to yeah. death here in Texas. Yeah, and that happened about a month but, ago. But this is this is what America is, and we have to. We have to be real clear. There's a guy by the name of Brian Stevenson. He's a death row lawyer. And one of the things that he said was that the reality is that capital punishment in America is a lottery. It's a punishment that's shaped by the constraints of poverty, race, geography, and local politics. They need to put race at the top because it's always shaped by race. Because we, as you um, said, listen your your broadcast. People, more people, there are more people on death row for killing somebody white than for anything else. White life is premium yeah. in this country and anywhere else around the world. If you kill one of them, you can be guaranteed that they're gonna put you down. Yeah, yeah. So they can go around I, I and they just, can drop drones on you. You can be sleeping in your bed and they can drop a drone out the sky and kill you. And they're gonna call it collateral damage. Yep. And, you know, this is one of the things for which we have to call on the ancestors and we have to call on the powers of our belief to be able to move forward. Alpha is reporting that the execution is to take place within 30 minutes. Within like half an hour. Yes. And uh, at that time of... Um, you see, Janice, uh, what really got to me, um, Anderson Cooper, I, I flipped to see, I was flipping back and forth between CNN and MSNBC, and Anderson Cooper had on this boy's mother, some German national that, that you know, some German, foreign German that, are, that was married, that her 
husband was a GI, and he married her over there and brought her back to the United States. And she was all for this death penalty. You see, the United States have a very nasty, shady history that they don't like to talk much about, especially the space program when they brought all these doggone Nazi in from Germany instead of killing them. They brought them in here to help them with their um, space program. Werner von Braun and all of these other people that they have up in here. So these people are just because they want to beat the Russians. These people, when it is convenient for them, they're going to take a bunch of killers, bring them in here, and give them jobs and cloak them and make them all official American citizens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, I went back to, to Clarence Brandley is a very famous law professor, and I went back to his book a couple of days ago. Um, he wrote the book, The Sounds of Racism in Courtrooms. And uh, I, 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 I can't believe that three black people sitting on a board of pardons couldn't hear and see the sounds of um, racism in this case yeah, and speak to that. I, I just, I, I just. Yeah, these uh, people are far removed. Janice, people get their humanity taken away from them. The tears of white people have more weight in this country than anything else because the mother came in there, the wife, his two children, they all were in the, um, the pardon room. They make their crying plea, and they said they believe he's guilty. They want him gone. Matter of fact, these children was, was, was like, what, two, and one was like three or four months old when this um, incident was stuff mm-hmm. taking place. They don't know anything mm-hmm. but what their parents fed them and told them, their mother, yeah. their grandmother. And they have this yeah. vengeful spirit in them, and they came before the board and they cried, and that tears is what persuaded these people to go ahead and make this decision and not to mm-hmm. offer clemency. Well, I want you to re- I think that all of us will need something to prop us up to get us through this, because this is not just about uh, the execution of Troy Davis. It is also about the execution of our spirits and our belief and understanding of justice. We have to stand strong. We have to stand steadfast on it. So I want everybody to kind of whisper this to yourselves right now. It's a Lahud, uh, Emil Lahud um, quote that that I pulled up um, uh, just to have in my in my in my in my um notes despair and frustration shall not shake our belief that resistance is the only way of liberation let me say that again despair and frustration and frustration shall not shake our belief that resistance is the only way of liberation. And we really got to start taking liberation seriously. Right. Um, we'd like to hear your, 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 um, get your, 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 your thoughts and expressions on this. Our number is 347 um, Sarah, you've made some very good points. Yeah, please try um, to keep up. I'm going to get off the line, so maybe Dr. Donner or others could get in here. But 
my spirit is not sitting well with me, and I'm just praying yeah. that his mother is there to receive him on the other end, and he goes out here with his dignity intact. He don't have to tell anybody nothing. Just lay down there, take your medicine, know your mom is waiting for you on the other side, and you just, it's all over with. It's done with. You don't have to worry about nothing else over on this side. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine for a minute, they will give him a drug, Ativan. Ativan is what they gave me uh, each time I took one of my cancer treatments. Ativan don't do crap. I'm here to tell you, Ativan is just making you feel a little bit sleepy, but can you imagine they actually say, we're going to kill you, but we're going to make you feel better about it. Well, uh, just detach how yourself sick, from here. And how just, sick, know, how, just sick, how, sick it. how sick is this country? It would better have to set the fire squad and just shoot me. Just go ahead and let me loose and let the cops just shoot me. Y'all want to kill me, just go ahead. I'm going to run for it and y'all just shoot me. I mean, just unbelievable cruelty in which we build this notion of, of, of justice for a select select people. It's cruelty. It's, uh, go to hell. They can really and truly go to hell because they're already on their downward spiral as we speak anyway. We might not live to see the final death now, but it's all it's already on its way now. I mean, you know, and you have to ask yourself, you really do, and I want you to stay strong, Sarah, because we need your mind at this at, at this point in time. Um we need everybody to be on their A game, and I know that that is a hard thing to do. Sarah, oh, thank you for your call, and you can call please, back I'll, later I'll on. Don't go to tomorrow. The, don't give them the satisfaction. The, just go in there, do your job, and just you know, just don't give them any reason for them to get at you tomorrow. It's gonna be I hard. Think to I'll, just put on a face and do it. I don't think I'll be able to go tomorrow. Those of us who are gonna go in, just put on a face and do it. We've been doing it for all of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, but I I, I work in an environment where people ought to have so much more insight into all of this, and um, they don't. Good night, Janice. I'll listen to the rest of the show and let the others get a Okay, and feel free to call back if you need our support. This vigil is to support you as well. That was Sarah from uh, Texas. And we're going to go to 347. You're on the air. Hello. Hello, Janice. Hello. Yes. Hi. This is Rena Bless. Rena. Um, hi. I know. I am Troy Davis. I am Troy Davis, yes. I have been. I was good until 5 o'clock. I was good. I went to work, did my little protest thing on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Came home, had something to eat. Mm-hmm. 5.30, I turn on BAI. I'm turning on the stations. I'm in, even in your website making, typing comments, you know, because now I'm getting anxiety attacks. Yeah. Until at 7 yeah. o'clock when I hear the cheers and I, they said, he got to stay. Yes, yes. And I'm jumping up and down and screaming and yelling only mm-hmm. to hear that he got a pause. And I'm like, a pause? What the hell is a 
Mm-hmm. And so as I listen, I hear all this mess about, oh, what was the Supreme Court, da, da, da. They waited till 7 o'clock when they were going to execute this brother mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to pull this, this, this bullshit. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I, I have been, I've been so, so angry. I'm so angry. Yes. I'm angry at us. I'm angry at everybody. I don't know where Righteous. to put my anger right now. I do not know where to put my anger because I, I'm so disappointed. I'm, I, I, you know, I prayed all day. And I don't know who to be angry at. I'm angry you at have God right now. Right to I'm angry better. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we we've, we've had sorry. no, no, I'm it's sorry. okay. That's why we're here tonight. Oh, and man. if we have to stay here, if we have to move over the truth works till we get through this tonight, mm-hmm. we can get through this. Did you hear that they're going to execute him within a half an hour tonight? Uh, yes. I put it in the chat so that I'll Yes. Yes. You know, we've had a lot of investment. We've, we've been with Troy Davis since 1991. Wow. Wow, it's a long 1991. Time. We have been looking at this young man. I used to, I, I used to say a long time ago, every time I saw a picture of him, God, he has a beautiful smile. And then in the last two years, I I was saying, my goodness, how much growth he has had. Um, We have, you know, you you think about the Negro National Anthem and God bless James Weldon Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Weary the road we trod. Bitter, casting rod. It's not enough that there's so much violence everywhere. And so this sort of fits into who we are right now. We're not even, I think the animals are a step above us right now. We are so violent toward each other that this is not even, there's, I, I, I cannot express this in my lifetime. I've never, never felt like this before. The first time that I sat and listened, we were on U.S. Talk Network, and we were doing like we're doing now, and when he came and that he got his stay, you know, I was like, yes. Yeah. You know how good yeah. I felt. Yeah. I actually felt yeah. hopeful for this damn country. You know? Yeah, but, but stays are always temporary, and they buy you something, but in this case, mm-hmm. I came on this air on, on Monday night, and I wanted mm-hmm. to be so hopeful. Yeah. I was unusually hopeful. Yeah. Even my husband said, you're supposed to be ranting, and I wasn't ranting. I was trying mm-hmm. to tell people. Mm-hmm. My granddaughter called me, and she had gone to the protest on Friday and she had really read all the stuff, you know, on her own. She's a new college student, you know, and she went over to Howard today for for another rally. And she called me on my cell phone, and she said, Nani, are they really going to kill him? And you said no. And I had to, I had to lie to her yeah. to say no. Yeah, yeah. But all that shaking I was doing and sweating I was doing, 
I knew Mm. that. Mm. You know, and all of us, we've been under an awful lot of stress today. This is a a big roller coaster, the ride. I didn't realize how stressful it was until, you know, honest to God, when I got home later on, my chest started hurting, and I'm like, okay, let me go in the room and lay my butt down Mm -hmm. and calm Mm -hmm. myself out. Because everything that I had been feeling for the last month just just took just took me over. Yep. And yep. that's where it settled as, in my heart. Yep. As a matter of fact, I have one friend, and you all probably know her, Sister Marpessa, uh, who has just gotten out of ICU from a total respiratory fa- from total respiratory failure. And I called her husband. I said, "Keep her away from the TV and the radio." Yes. Yes. Um, But, you know, I I thought of my dad today, too, and and my folks that have worked so hard for liberty for black people, for liberty for black people, and here we are. And, you know, and I want to support you in this way, Reno. It is that we know, we knew what we said we did not know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we simply do the things that we have always done. Yes. And that is rally to the issue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be protests at the White House, All at over. the King Monument, yes. that everywhere there must be rallies. Martin Luther King, um, isn't he from Georgia? Isn't he from Martin Luther Georgia? King is from Atlanta. Oh, and, and every year they Atlanta. have the birthday and the, the, the everything and the this and that. You know, for peace, this man of peace, and then they have this in this state, this death penalty. Even in New yes. York, as hardcore as they are here, they have abolished the death penalty. But, but that doesn't make mind, me feel any better because I still have to hear my brothers dying somewhere else. So it doesn't matter that it's abolished in yeah. New York. You know, because but let me let me tell you what Troy Davis in his statement that he issued on yesterday. Mm-hmm. They can take my body, but not my spirit, because I have given my spirit to God. All right. And I listen. And you know, uh, um, uh, uh, Sarah, who just called, has no idea how much support she gave me personally when she said this whole image that he's gonna, he's his mother's gonna be there to to, to greet him. And I will always say his mother died. Mm -hmm. I will always say that his mother died from the stress. To make a way for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that we should all remember is that Troy Davis has changed the face of justice by giving his life tonight. Isn't that something? And I really hope that, you know, people next week, next month, you know, Christmas is coming, that people don't forget, don't forget, because the whole world is watching us right now. Yep, 
That's how right. we're going to perform from now on. Is it back to the usual bullshit? Yep, and the question is, are we watching ourselves? You know, yep. I got into a big argument last Saturday night when I came on the air. I was kind of like pissed because one of my mm-hmm. activist colleagues said that she thought that I was wrong by asking the question, is it too late? Mm. And I will tell you right now, for the millions of petitions that went in mm-hmm. to Georgia on Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. that well, on not this, in this bullshit, mm-hmm. we're going to always be too late for them. That's right. That's right. That's right. But we're never going to be on look, time. But look how it's bringing people together that ne- – I, I've never been through anything like this in my life, you know. I'm not yep. no 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 chippy, no young chippy. Yep. I've never experienced or cared to be involved yep. in anything yep. like this. This will shape me for the rest of my life, as it will all of us for the better. I, I really do believe well, that nothing is in vain. Those petitions yep. are not in vain. Yep. Our tears are not in vain. None of this is in vain. There will be some justice somewhere for us. But well. Boy, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you look back on the, I look back on my personal history. Mm-hmm. I had an uncle who was lynched um, en route to deliver lumber mm-hmm. to the people of Rosewood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I lived through the Birmingham bombing. Mm-hmm. I was a child. It was the first time, and I, you know, and I'll share this. It was the first time that I realized I, w- I was a young girl. First time mm-hmm. I realized that children die. Mhm. It never occurred to me that children die. Wow. And um, Medgar Evers. Mhm. And Harvey Poole who was the NAACP president of Florida, and his wife were murdered. Mm, 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 mm. Malcolm. Wow. Yeah. My friend Ruby Sales, yep. who stood next to in a SNCC protest. She was standing next to a white guy. His name was Thompson. I can't remember. He was from Indiana. And mm. they shot. They were shooting at Ruby and missed and hit and killed. You know how you we shall yes. overcome kind of circles? Yes. yes. So, you know, we look uh-huh. at all of those things and and say and we and still it is not enough. That's what shaped you though. That's yes. your strength right there. But it also shaped you. I looked you. at all that stuff and it was like uh-uh, no, I'm secure. I'm not even dealing with that. I didn't deal with any of that stuff. It took me a long time, and it took me a lot of spare situations for me to realize that I am not on this earth by myself because at one time it was all about me. And so when I developed the conscience about what was going on in my people and my life and everything, when I looked around, it was like the rudest awakening, but it shaped me for the better. I'm glad I'm awake no. and I'm not asleep. We have to ask some very hard questions. I don't think there's anybody who is a bigger fan 
of uh, Rachel Maddow than me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's yeah. brilliant. Yes. Yeah. I've always thought she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. where was Rachel? Where was Rachel three months ago? Yeah. See, huh. If some of this had happened, if what happened this week had happened three months ago, we may not be here. Mm-hmm. You see? Because the Georgia Board of Pardons would have had a lot more time to digest what train was coming down the track. It was just a matter of we can do this and it'll be okay. They thought this was going to slip by. I don't yes. know what the hell they thought. And and tonight when they uh, if they execute, because I'm still going to be hopeful to the last, because you know Brother Troy is, so I have uh-huh. to be. Well, that, you know, the thing that, that is, he is giving his life. Atmosphere. He is giving his life, and we cannot allow, not allow this young man, 42 years old. Yes. 42 years yes. old. He's, mm-hmm. he's being sacrificed, and we have to build on that sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. I hope. So, you know, you know right like now, I was saying I'm, last I'm night, we got to so be on the other side. Yeah, we 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 do. We, we must every day, every day, every day. Yes, we got to do something. Tomorrow morning, I am sending a letter to Scott Brown, mm-hmm. John Kerry, mm-hmm. Stephen Lynch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who is my representative from my district, okay. Barney Frank, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders. Every goddamn body I have supported (laughs) and voted for, I'm sending them a letter and telling them that they are now the ghosts of Troy Davis. This cannot go quietly into the night. No. This can't. It has changed me. As of this moment, yesterday, today, it has changed me. I have my daughter who never thinks anything political or anything about anyone. She was on the phone with me, Mom, are you okay? And we cried yeah. together when I told her yeah. about the commitment from the people on, in the chat room. You know, it. I just, I'm, I'm going to be all right later, but I'm not all right right now. And um, yeah. I'm going to talk to you later. I'm going to go get myself together, and then I'm going to get back. Well, you chat. know what? Don't okay. get yourself together because sometimes you have to to lose your mind to come to your senses. Yeah. And I think it's events like this that make that so. Rena Breast, um, I'm holding your hand, my sister. I know you are, my sister. Bless you. Bless you. I love you for that. And I love you for and your voice. I love you for your strength. And I love you for trying to hold us down because you don't realize that a lot of people walk away better after they've listened to you. And well, I thank, thank you, you very that. much. I thank you for that. We have all got to commit. <sighs> To make our lives every day, every day, mm-hmm. to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, we, I mean, you know, it's times like these that we think that we are failing. But I look at the photographs sent to me of more than 300 Howard University students sitting in protest in front of the White House, two mm-hmm. buses of Spelman, Clark University, 
and spell uh, and and Morehouse college students arriving at the prison at uh, around six thirty six o'clock today. Oh wow, that's a beautiful sight. That was a and I say, time. you know, the glory is in yeah. that we are still building generations of liberation warriors. Well, okay. I'm trying to light the fire under these too cool to be protesting in New York. They're not out there. You know, I'm out there for them, and they're looking at me like, I ain't got time for this. You know, I don't get my sneakers dirty. You, you, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't see yep. too many of us out there on Wall Street. We should be burning that place down. That's we right. should be there. It's not a lot That's of right. us. It's a lot of the other and people. Look what they and did. the only reason why it's jumping off is because the white middle class is getting burned. Look look, look at what they did. They used a 150-year-old law to arrest uh. people at that protest today. Uh. The law is 150 years old and hasn't been used in almost 100 years. Antique comes up when you polish it and put it there. It looks good. That's right. That's right. But what we have to do is admit, I've been Mm -hmm. trying to tell people this ain't never been over. No. Now you know. It ain't over. You didn't know. Yeah, but right now we have to tend to our hearts. You know, um, you have heard me say over the years that we are an injured people, which is why I don't yes. participate in 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 uh, criticizing young black mothers and people on the corner and people who ain't doing right. Oh God, we're so injured. That my phone. Yep. Okay. 11. Oh God. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay, my sister. It is done. Oh, God. Okay. It is done. We're going to take a break. And um, we come back. We'll take your your calls at 347 eight three eight nine eight five two Troy Davis has been murdered by the state.
tuned in to Our Common Ground at Blog Talk Radio. I'm Janice Graham. At the end of a vigil for our warrior son and brother who was executed at 11.08 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by the Georgia Corrections Department at Jackson, Georgia, Troy Anthony Davis. tonight at Our Common Ground. We're trying to get the latest report that we can on the execution of Troy Anthony Davis from MSNBC. Troy Davis was put to death by lethal lethal injection late Wednesday, 11.08, for the 1989 murder of an off-duty police officer. After convincing thousands, but not the justice system, of his innocence, Davis was declared dead at 11.08 p.m. His execution came after a three-hour hold while the Supreme Court considered a late request for a stay. In the end, the court refused to stop the execution despite calls for clemency from former President Jimmy Carter, Pope Benedict, and others, although Davis's attorney say seven of nine key witnesses against him recanted all are parts of their ter- testimony. State and federal judges repeatedly ruled against granting him a new trial. Dozens of demonstrators protested outside the Jackson prison where officers were prepared for any disruptions. 
The Supreme Court had received the request for a stay less than an hour before the 7 p.m. Eastern time set for the execution, then delivered a one-sentence rejection more than three hours after the time had passed. State officials had waited for the response. They issued a statement, we are in a delay waiting for a decision from the U.S. Supreme Court. The court had no deadline for a decision and the state was under no obligation to wait. Hundreds of supporters had gathered outside the prison in Jackson and lined a nearby highway. Crowds cheered and sang, we shall overcome, as news of the lethal injection delay spread. Police in full riot gear were on hand to deal with any possible disturbance if the execution goes ahead. But as the minutes then hours passed, the crowd dwindled to about 50. The U.S. Supreme Court's action came after Georgia's Supreme Court had rejected a last appeal by Davis's lawyers. Earlier, a Butts County Superior Court judge also declined to stop the execution. Davis was convicted in, 19, in the 1989 slaying of off-duty Savannah police officer Mark McPhail. In their U.S. Supreme Court filing, Davis's attorneys said substantial con- uh, constitutional errors were made when the lower courts denied his claim that newly available evidence reveals that false, misleading, and materially inaccurate information was presented at his capital trial in 1989, rendering the convictions and death sentence fundamentally unreliable. The lawyer said they've been struggling to get these claims heard in the lower courts after having a grueling clemency process. Outside the prison that houses George's death row, about 100 people, including the Reverend Al Sharpton, gathered Wednesday afternoon for a prayer rally as they shouted, Free Troy Davis, a man in a red SUV drove by and shouted, Kill him, kill him. Several dozen people gathered outside the White House, and about 150 people gathered in support of Davis in front of the Supreme Court this evening while the deliberations were being made. People gathered in support of Davis in Paris, many of them carrying signs emblazoned with his face. Everyone who looks a little bit at the case knows that there's too much doubt to execute him, Nicholas Kremeyer of Amnesty International said at the Paris protest. Davis's execution has been stopped three times since 2007, but on Wednesday, the 42-year-old appeared to be out of legal options. As his last hours ticked away, an upbeat and prayerful Davis turned down an offer for a special last meal as he met with friends, family, and supporters. His attorney, Stephen Marsh, said Davis would have spent part of that time taking a polygraph test if pardons officials had taken his offer seriously. He doesn't want to spend three hours away from his family on what could be the last day of his of his life if it won't make any difference, Marsh said. 
Davis's supporters also included a former FBI director, the NAACP, and several conservative figures. Amnesty International says nearly one million people have signed a petition on his behalf. The U.S. Supreme Court even gave him an unusual opportunity to prove his innocence in a lower court last year, though the high court itself did not hear the merits of the case. Our number is 347-838-9852. I'm Janice Graham, and with a very heavy heart, a very sorrowful spirit, I'll take your calls. 347-838-9852. We're going to go to our chat room to check with how friends are doing. Rena Bless, who just joined us by phone, is saying that this is so surreal. Uh, and she's thanking everyone in our chat room for being there for each other. And she is thanking me. And I am grateful that I might have been helpful. Our friend David is saying that he is here just trying to calm his nerves. He feels raw, broken, and wounded. And thanks to Lions Den and Alpha for their reports uh, to keep us abreast as we go through this uh, very tough broadcast. Um, Alliance Den is saying that he is so angry right now and David is suggesting and has added a link to Lean on Me, Bill Withers, uh, and that it calmed him down. One of the one of the uh songs that's been going through my head is uh because I honor The Christian spirit of Troy Davis and his family is um, a mighty fortress, is our God. I told you all, I used to be a church person. Um, Alpho is saying that Troy's addressed the family of the police officer who, oh God, that Troy Davis, at the time of his execution, uh, addressed the family of um, Officer McPhail, saying to them he wasn't responsible for their son's father's brother's death. Our number is 347-838-9852. Uh, we don't have a lot of time, but I do. I, I, I had planned to um, provide you with some information in regard to the role of the Supreme Court in death penalty cases, uh, which I think is important. Was important. It ain't important no more. Um, um, it just is no longer important. Um, I I just um don't think it's important anymore. 
But you know what? When we can get through the tears, and I'm telling you, I'm feeling like India declare, my throat is so tight uh, that, you know, you, you just feel like you, you know, you just feel like you can't breathe or something, um, like there's a pain or something in your throat. Uh, and I, so, I, you know, I'm, 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 we're going to get through this. And we're going to also understand that changes do come. Our number is 347-838-9852. And you can call us and express your outrage, your grief, tell your story, what it was like, what it was like to begin the vigil for this murder and have it be placed on pause and then Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Back down on my knees 
we cannot deter from the lessons. Um, Gibran also says, writes, Think not I say these things in order that you may say the one to the other. He praised us well. He saw but the good in us. I only speak to you in words of that which yourselves know in thought. And what is word knowledge but a shadow of wordless knowledge? Your thoughts and my words are waves from a sealed memory that keeps records of our yesterdays and of the ancient days when the earth knew not us nor herself and of nights when earth was unwrought with confusion, wise men have come to you to give you of their wisdom. I came to take of your wisdom. And behold, I have found that which is greater than wisdom. It is a flame spirit in you ever gathering more of itself. While you... Heedless of its expansion, bewail the withering of your days. It is life in quest of life in bodies that fear the grave. There are no graves here. We appreciate you being with us tonight as we faced one of the most painful truths of our citizenship and that is despite one million and more petitions going before our government saying the people speak not for this execution it went ahead anyway we certainly extend our sympathies to this family and um, in some ways I want to extend apology to our children because this is their history this history is all of our history Uh, House Music Lover is sharing with us in our chat room some comfort. And he says that whenever he loses someone, he defers to the lyrics of one of his favorite songs. And the song is, Don't argue amongst yourselves because of the loss of me. I'm sitting amongst yourselves. Don't think you can't see me. Don't argue amongst yourselves because of the loss of me. I haven't gone anywhere but out of my body. Reach out and you'll touch me. Make effort to speak to me. Call out and you'll hear me. Be happy for me. Thank you so much, House Music Lover. And I, too, want to speak about the rage. Uh, 
you know, I want to. I, I love the, the the song "Soldier of Love" by Sade because it's it, it, the lyrics kind of speak to who I am. Uh, out in the hinterlands of my faith, the borderland of my survival. And I don't feel very much like a, a, a soldier of love tonight. But one of the things that I have learned to do in these many years, through a lot, through through just being blessed with good people, like India Declare and Alpha and, and, and all of you, David, Lion's Den, good people come my way. That's my blessing in life. You know, I I can't tell you my my history of good people. People who 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 have my back. And I, I get the sense that Troy Davis had that same blessing himself. Good people. But you can get one person. You know, I'm hoping that some organization will come up with $15,000 to hire a private investigator to investigate this case. I have been saying that for four years. We need the money to investigate this case, a good forensic criminal investigation, which never happened. So, um, are people, you know, I know we're all in shock. 347-838-9852. We're all in shock. Indy Declare, I've been calling your name all night because I got your throat thing tonight. This thing, the stress is in my throat. Uh, the 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 just um, we have got to be every person involved in this in this in these decisions that brought and wrought about this man's death. that supported and scam to this injustice. They ought to be brought to account. I believe in calling people's names. I believe, as Alpho said last night, that we got to treat them just like they treated abortion doctors in this providers in this country. We got to run them down, run them down, maul them down. Penny Freeless, she ought to be run off the bench. You know, none of these people understand. You are, and when you are a uh, an attorney 
when you, it doesn't matter who you work for, you are an officer of the court. The court is the sanctuary of justice. Casey Anthony gets off for reasonable doubt. And despite reasonable doubt, Troy Davis is ex- is murdered. We got to stop calling it an execution. It was murder. State sponsored murder that we allowed on the books. You see, one of the things is we've got to get all of these states, the 34 states I think that allow that allow uh, the death penalty. If we can get it down to 26, then we can go to Supreme Court and prove that it has no place in our judicial system. No place. No place. Death penalty should have no place. Uh, Shaka Zulu is asking me, um, I love the prophet. I mean, I literally uh, will do this. Uh, will will read it day and night in times of of um, stress. Khalil Gibran also wrote of crime and punishment. And this is what he wrote. I'm trying to find the section that it says. Um, he wrote in the section, uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, um, <clears throat> he wrote, Then one of the judges of the city stood forth and said, Speak to us of crime and punishment. And he answered, saying, It is when your spirit goes wandering upon the wind that you alone and unguarded commit a wrong unto others and therefore unto yourself. And for that wrong committed must you knock and wait a while unheeded at the gate of the blessed. Like the ocean is your guard self, it remains forever undefiled. And like the ether, it lifts but the winged, even like the sun is your guard self. And then he goes on to say, the righteous, the murdered, is not unaccountable for his own murder. And the robbed is not blameless in being robbed. The righteous is not innocent of the deeds of the wicked. And the white-handed is not clean in the doings of the felon. Yea, the guilty is oftentimes the victim of the injured, and still more often the condemned is the burden-bearer for the guiltless and unblamed. You cannot separate the just from the unjust and the good from the wicked, for they 
stand together before the face of the sun, even as the black thread and the white are woven together. And when the black thread breaks, the weaver shall look into the whole cloth, and he shall examine the loom also. If any of you would bring judgment, the unfaithful wife, let him also weigh the heart of her husband in scales and measure his soul with measurements. And he closes this section by saying, And how shall you punish those whose remorse is already greater than their misdeeds? Is not remorse the justice which is administered by that very law which you would fain serve? Yet you cannot say, Remorse upon the innocent, nor lifted from the heart of the guilty. Unbidden shall it call in the night, that men may wake and gaze upon themselves. And you, who would understand justice, how shall you, unless you look upon all the deeds in the fullness of light? Only then shall you know that the erect and the fallen are but one man standing in twilight between the night of his pygmy self and the day of his God self, and that the cornerstone of the temple is not higher than the lowest stone in its foundation. Well, when we started this broadcast at 10 p.m., Troy Davis was alive and there was hope for justice in this country under its current law. We have to think about some of the details of all of this that has happened and I hope that you will join me on Friday night for an Our Common Ground special to examine the murder of Troy Davis. Because what we do know is that justice was not served here. And what we do know is that some small-minded, ignorant people who should never, ever have the ability to choose for us made that decision. We We should never be at the mercy again of people who can only see their interests, people who can only see what they want to see based on what they have decided, based on what they have lived based on what they have been told rather than what they have discovered. We should never be at the mercy, nor should our justice system be at the mercy of ugly people. The history of justice in America is pocked with such deep institutional injustices that time and again We make a mockery of the word. 
Pray for this nation. Pray mightily for this nation. Continue to pray for us to survive all of this. It is these ignorant people, the most uneducated, the most unimaginative, the most unthinking among us who would make themselves the guides and leaders of us all, who would force their feeble and childish beliefs on us, who would invade our schools and libraries and homes, who would murder a man who may possibly have been innocent. That is what these people want us to do. And we must continue to believe that there are small mercies. Small mercies for 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 whom we have the responsibility to Clutch, embrace, acknowledge, and use as our spear on the nation. Troy Davis was executed at 11.08 p.m. September 21st, 2011 by the decision of corrupt police officers, by decisions of a district attorney in Savannah, Georgia, by decisions of the Georgia Board of Pardons and Parole, by a decision of the Georgia Supreme Court by a decision of the U.S. Supreme Court. Never forget. We cannot forget. We must not forget that justice in America has once again required death. Please join me on Friday night. Please take care of your heart. Please take care of your strengths and your soldiering. If family ancestors not leave me now you're being Bobo Shanti Ay, 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 California, and I am Troy Davis. 
Hayes. Paul Hayes, Decatur, Georgia. I am Troy Davis. Been fighting for him for years. This is Tondi, and I am Troy Davis. My name is Amate Kimsa, and I am Troy's brother, Powell. This is Mia, and I am Troy Davis. All right, my name is Mike Zell. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am Troy Davis. I'm Xavier, and I'm from Atlanta, and I'm Troy Davis. My name is Yehuda Torre, and I am Troy Davis. Uh, my name is Justice Torre, and I am Troy Davis. This is Alita Torre, and I am Troy Davis. I'm Deborah Grant. I'm in Houston, Texas, and I am Troy Davis. This is Ife Kwali Shakur from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I am Troy Davis. This is Anunnaki Netaret calling from England, UK. I am Troy Davis. Set me free. I am innocent. This is Aina Z, Atlanta by way of Detroit, and I am Troy Davis. This is Michael Paul, and I am Troy Davis. This is Timothy Killers, and I am Troy Davis. Yeah, this is Mr. Ochoa. If y'all ain't sure that that man did that shit, y'all shouldn't convict that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll call him to have a Troy Davis. If he did it, and you know beyond the shadow of a doubt he did it, then you do it. But if you don't, in the circumstances, you got to acquit it. You got to forget it. Let the man live if y'all ain't got enough proof. I'm La Amon. I am Troy Davis. My name's Adrian. I'm from New Orleans, and I am Troy Davis. Thank you. This is Julia McKinnon, and I am Troy Davis. My name is Erica Boyd. I'm from Atlanta, and I am Troy Davis. You could be Troy Davis, too. This is Tawana, and I am Troy Davis. Hi, my name is Naeem Waters, and I am Troy Davis. My name is Jose Sanchez from Atlanta, and I am Troy Davis. I am Troy Davis. Del McLean, Cop Watch of East Atlanta. I am Troy Davis. My name is Marlon. I'm in East Atlanta. I am Troy Davis. Free all political prisoners. My name is Vincent Castellenti, Atlanta, Georgia. I am Troy Davis. My name is Carter Thomas, Atlanta Industrial Workers of the World. I am Troy Davis. I'm William Garnett of Alpharetta, Georgia. I am Troy Davis. Pardon him. Quasi, Ronald Harris, Chicago, Illinois. Speak out. Take action. Fight back. Guru Salsa, freedom now for Troy Davis. At this point in time, we must recognize no physical evidence. Release him. No murder weapon. Release him. A claim to innocence never heard. Release him. Seven of the nine eyewitnesses recanted. Release him. Stop the execution of Troy Davis. In the spirit of our ancestors, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Who's salsa? Freedom now. Dr. Sana. Love you, Troy Davis. I am Troy Davis. Blood of African kings run in my veins. Here in Jamaica, rebellious offspring. We've got a warrior spirit inside. From that time, we can't change. And this warrior spirit inside, it comes from break every shackle and chain. Manasaka Zulu, Pitney, and Kuma, Pitney, Kunta Kinte, Pitney. Just like
like Malcolm and Martin and Marcus and Fiery Puma, Sydney, Bella Cote, Sydney, Kunta Kinte, Sydney, the Flagjavid and Marley and Fiery. can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.